How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Let the word go out from here across the land. Let Daddy Noonan uh, approve. Hey, this is Shooter McGavin. You're listening to the 19th Hole Podcast. Welcome, fans of golf, to another episode of Golf Talk Live's 19th Hole Podcast. I am Alan DePew, your host this evening, and I am joined, as always, by our illustrious panel. Across my screen right here, we're recording on Tuesday evening. The show will be released on Wednesday, and we do so on Zoom because we're all over the country, and we're going to check in on weather all over the country. But to my right, from Sportsbox, Andy Hydorn. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, sir. Little Linksters, Brendan Elliott. Good evening. Bobby Baldessari from Reimagine Golf. Cheers and cheers. And I always save him to last, even though he wasn't our prettiest podcaster, our little buddy, Mr. Cadet Small himself. <laughs> Christian does save us. <laughs> but it stretches oh, out. Oh, I, I, I had not planned, I had this whole script lined up, Christian, and I was going to say, but he hits the hell out of it. I forgot that. Oh, uh, yeah. Good save. Good save. Sorry. Sorry. All right. So here, all right, boys. So here's what we got. End of the season, end of the year, wrap up. All about 2022. Nothing really happened this year. But um, we're going to do predictions, top stories. But we're going to start with uh, the passing of a legend. Uh-huh. And uh, Bobby, Kathy Wentworth passed away. Uh, thoughts? You're Mr. Historian. Oh, well, I mean, just a, a massive gap in the uh, the world of golf, women or men or otherwise. I mean, um, incredible legacy, incredible giving back, incredible playing careers, everybody knows. Um, and really, yeah, it's like um, just really sad that uh, Kathy passes away this year. More and more legends of the game start to pass away. Um, but, you know, what a, what a great advocate for the game and women's golf and um, just – you know, real, real sad day. Bernie, she really was that bridge from, you know, Babe Zaharias, if we really want to turn back the clock, was, you know, obviously the the face of the LPGA. Um, and then it was Kathy until Nancy came along for the most part. I mean, that's the way, that's how I remember her. And obviously a lot of victories. Yeah, most ever. And I just, I just hope that when, when players like her and, you know, we think about Arnie, and then we could see it soon in the next couple of years with some of the other big names. I just hope that the current crop of players really remember what these front forerunners of, of the game really have done to put it to where it is today. And she was pivotal for the LPGA Tour and, and where it is today. Andy, anything to add? No, I mean, I... I... Couldn't agree more with that, Brendan. I I mean, there's Mickey Wright and Patty Berg and Kathy Whitworth. And I mean, there there is a a good nucleus of of women that really, really, you know, launched the PGA into the to the uh, trajectory that it's on right now. And and uh, I hope you're right. I hope I hope that people have the wherewithal to, to understand uh, and appreciate what all those girls bring to the table. So, so Christian, a couple of weeks ago, we were, we were joking about uh, Greg Norman and you said, well, I watched highlight reels on YouTube or something like that. Did you ever get a chance to watch Kathy um, work her magic? No. <laughs> okay. And that's unfortunate. Cause um, you know, I, I wish I, I wish I did, but I never, I never did. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I I'm 58 years old and I can tell you that I don't really, have any memory of watching her play in her prime yeah but. she was yeah she was already at the at the twilight of her career even maybe past the twilight of the career for for us but i mean yeah. um andy, I, I think bobby summed it up though ambassador right yeah yeah andy you know uh, ferncroft country club outside of boston i caddied two years in a row right after high school and in a practice round the boston five the boston five right and um i'm caddying for uh, I can't remember the girl's name. She, she graduated Ohio State, finished first in Q school, 
So I've got her, I'm on her bag. Rosie Jones is in our group and we're behind Kathy Woodworth. And I mean, back then, so that would have been early eighties and the crowds were amazing. And I'm, you know, we're, we're not even in that group, but I've got butterflies and I could see her hit some shots. And um, that's just a memory I have. And she played Sandpiper Bay golf club where I'm at right now, 1971 to 75, the LPGA had a golf event there highest purse on tour and there's video of her playing that golf course that's awesome good stuff so our condolences obviously to to her family uh to the all the lpga um i guess the i guess the moral is we got to appreciate the uh the great ones because we don't know how much longer we'll be able to do so so hey so transitioning real quick though so last year this time our, our wrap-up show, we hadn't merged the two podcasts. It was just Christian and I. And we sat there and painfully, statistically, went through every single major, rolled out stats on people being able to putt, people, Matthew Fitzpatrick having won the amateur. I even brought that up, by the way. I almost thought I was Nostradamus for that. <laughs> and we we offered some... some uh, some predictions, Christian. So I'm going to bring this just directly to you right out of the gate. And we also picked for Andrew because Andrew wasn't on the show. We actually called one of Andrew's picks correctly when we said JT was going to win at Southern Hills. Mm. But we didn't win anything. <laughs> we didn't. We weren't, we weren't even close. We weren't <laughs> who were, even who close. were your picks? Tell us huh? your picks. So at the Masters, uh, Christian had Brooksy. I had Rory. At the PGA, he had Brooks. he had he had Xander. I had Brooksy. Um, at the uh, Open or US US Open, he had Cantlay. I had uh, Morikawa, and he brought it home with Rom, and I brought it back with with, with Xander. We went. We didn't even sniff it. Wow. Well, I think Rory sniffed the Masters a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. True, and and so yes, I like I like how you put one in my ledger into my you know my corner, Andy. Thank you so much. So I'm confident this year we're going to go right there because with now five of us, the debate is going to be spirited. Who gets it done? Who wins at the majors, the LPGA, and we got to throw one also in here because this is really cool. Let's actually start with this one. The ladies open, I believe, is at Pebble this year, right, Bobby? Yeah. <clears throat> Any, I mean, is it anybody other than Lydia or Nelly? Yes. 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 Yep. <laughs> the ladies open produces some some surprising winners. Okay. That's a good setup for Lexi, I think. I mean, if she can have her head right, she could. She could do well there. I don't know what they set it up though. He's got to hit women. the, but they're t- they're small greens, which means he has to chip. And we've seen where that's been lately. I, back to your has to have her head right. I'm just thinking they'll set it up pretty long. I mean, is, is there any reference on that? They haven't had it there, have they? No. Never have. Yeah. First time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they could set it up. They could they could lengthen that thing. Obviously, what's the yeah. max they go for LPGA? 68 right yeah that's like the regular back tees there right isn't 68 69 the the regular they never know about the weather too yeah that's true that's even on a nice day well i'm i'm saying lydia co so there you go there's my pick it's a good one who who's logging in who's good Um, i'll say i'll say lexi yeah i'm gonna agree with b i'm gonna say lexi i'm going lydia Andy, lean yeah. in and tie, break the tie. Nelly's all mine. <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys, but she's all mine. All we'll, right. go, we'll go over five, though. We are going to go over five. We're going to write these down, by the way. Um, all right, to the men's side. Uh, Masters, it's at this little town down in Augusta. Uh, U.S. Open is at L.A. Country Club. Mm-hmm. There's a newbie. Yeah. PGA is up near Christian at Oak Hill. And Royal Liverpool, Liverpool, right for the Open Championship. Yep. Andy, did you yep. play that this year? That was on our schedule on our, okay. on our trip because we were in Liverpool, but we got bumped off of 
of Royal Liverpool. So oh, kind of disappointed. All right. So Augusta, Bob, you got you got the first. Who gets it done? Live players will be there. I don't, you know, I'm never really good at this stuff, but um I'm really, really thinking and wondering if the live player wins and uses that as some sort of platform and just really works on their game like crazy and just wants to be, you know, really toss things up. So maybe DJ, you know, I'll go with DJ's one there before. I, Andy, I was going to say there's, I think there's, well, there's three, Bubba, DJ, or Cam are the only three I could think of that gets it done at Augusta. What say you? I'm, I'm in Rory's camp at Augusta. Yeah. I'm going Rory again. I'm going Rory again this year also. Three yeah. Rory's, Christian. I would love to say Rory. Wait, um, you're going to, are you? No, I'm not. I'm going to say Greg Norman, isn't he? Yeah, I'm going to say Cam Smith <laughs> for the sole reason that if he gets his putter hot, nobody can beat him. Okay. So I got a, I got three Rory's, a Cam, and a DJ. So two two lives and three PGAs. Augusta's going to be fun. Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, the, the how they lengthened 13? Yeah. That's that's quite the shoot they're coming out of. I yeah. mean, they're firing right over almost right over 12. Yeah. I mean, Zach Johnson could accidentally hit his golf ball and, and clip somebody down on 12 if he isn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like 30 yards? Oh, the you know the extension? Uh, yeah. yeah, at least, right? Yeah, it's still it's still a really short par five, right? And they got to really rip it around that corner. And you got you got to still hook it. Yeah. yeah. Who? Um. What other changes? Who's got anybody on a list? What are some of the other changes that took place there? I believe that's the only one. Yeah, I think that's it. I heard there's more pimento in the cheese. <laughs> Seriously. Unnamed sources. Is that DJ? Did you, DJ do that? <laughs> or peaches in the ice cream? Should we should we put a bonus uh, on what does Scotty Scheffler sh- serve? Uh, hmm. steaks. Texas barbecue. I think I'm thinking Texas. I'm thinking it's a mesquite barbecue. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. barbecue yeah. for him. Yeah, I'm thinking question. it's chicken fingers and French fries. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How about up? Uh, how about up near Christian? Which, by the way, if you've been watching social media, Oak Hill is underwater in their clubhouse right now. Ooh, they sprung a leak in the grow room, and water was just pouring in like a sieve. That's I just saw that uh, uh, Chris Osborne, friend, PGA Pro friend in Kentucky, his club just got devastated with a flooding of broken pipes and everything. Bad that weather. Yeah, we didn't even. I didn't even. I, I moved right over that one. We didn't even talk about how bad the temperatures are right now. Christian beat us all at twenty three, but yeah. you guys were you guys were whining at thirty four with iguanas falling down in Florida. We got to twenty eight in central. Well, I'm kind of in the boondocks, some north and west of Orlando and farm country. So we got down to twenty eight a couple times. Ouch. We got we got in the teens in Houston. Yeah. I saw All I'm that. I'm saying it is if we can make this work in May, could be a golf talk live little little trip for our for us. Bobby, I think uh, you and Brendan, Hill. as esteemed PGA golf professionals, need to reach out to our boy Donnie Ray and uh, see what we can make happen. I might have a connection up at Oak Hill itself. You mean, uh, Mr. Ballard. Yes, sir. Oh, good guy, real good guy. Yeah. So, so you go first. Who gets it done? At the PGA Championship, your championship, sir. Yeah, I've been to that course uh, when the PGA was there. We did some PGA player development activity. Great town, love it up there. Walked walked half of the course. I'm going Rory up there. Okay, got to hit a long. Got to keep it in play. That's a beast. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. Brendan, we're going to go to you as the other PGA professional on the panel. And a New York native as well, by the way. Yeah, I did get a tour of the course when uh, when I I went to a small SUNY school, uh, two-year school, and studied golf course operations, which was more turf-based. And we had a uh, 
a graduate of the program that was at Oak Hill. So we went up and got a tour of that and Locust Hill. And no offense to Oak Hill, but I was so impressed with Locust Hill. I don't know if any of you guys have been around the corner to that, but that's played it. That's a gem. Well, you go around the corner. Go around the corner to Iroquois, also, right, Christian? Yeah, Iroquois. Yeah, yeah. My my sincere apologies. I think I think I'm going to say JT defends because you know I just love the stories of of a a PGA, the son of a PGA professional. Well, I'll jump in because I'm going to say I had JT written down also. So, uh, Christian, who do you got? Um, just because I played it from the tips, and like Bob said, you you got to hit it far. You got to hit it. You got to keep it in play, and that's a beast of a golf course. And you got to really putt well because greens are not that big. I'm going to go Scotty. Okay, mm. uh, I'm going for the breakthrough victory for Willie Z. There you go. Really easy. Oh, please. I was, I was saving him. Yeah, I had him. I had him yet to be yet to be determined. Let's uh let's head out to the West Coast. Uh Andy Hydorn, LA Country Club. Oh goodness. Um yikes. US Open, LA Country Club. I'm gonna go Xander. Brendan. Um I think that will be Zalatoris's breakthrough. I was liking that. I was liking that option also, but uh, I, I've got somebody else tag tagged for that. Christian, um, I'm going to go with a guy who who's who loves playing in LA, and um, he's going to figure shit out this season. And Colin Morikawa. I thought you were going to say Tiger Woods. Oh no, Tiger's <laughs> going to miss every cut this year in the majors. Oh. <laughs> Tiger, Tiger's got Tiger's got to learn to turn right in LA. That's all I know. Um, Jeez, uh... Bobby. Who you got? Okay, here's a few things I know for sure. After three holes, some unknown amateur is going to be leading. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it just happens. And then um, I'm wicked torn between Pat Perez. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Christ, are you serious? Oh, uh, wait a minute. I'm looking at my notes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, <laughs> I want two I, holes. I, I actually, yeah. I, I was he the one? Is, was he the amateur leading after three holes? <laughs> could be, could be. Um, uh, I was thinking maybe uh, Scotty Scheffler there. That, that's my guy. All right, Christian knows my my guy is. Oh, I love me some Victor Hovland, but I'm not doing it. <clears throat> that's our boy. Which, which one? Okay. You, which one of you two said that loves to play in L.A.? Was that you, Christian? Okay, I'm going with Mr. L.A. Breakthrough, breakout. Max Homa. Oh, good pick. Wow. Yes. Mic drop. Yes. Boom. There you go. I love it. It'll be on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. And and, uh, all right. Let's cross the pond and then we're going to get to that. We're going to move it. Let's do run through this. And then we're going to get to the last segment of the show. Cross the pond. Since since you didn't get to play it, Andy Hydorn, you were going to let you pick first. The Open Championship. Oh, my God. I'm on the clock. You're on already. the clock. You're on the clock. <laughs> All right. I'm going to I'm gonna go Cam Young. Damn. Mm, that's a good one. Good pick. All did right. He win, did he win rookie? Who won Got rookie it. this year? Had to yeah. win rookie, right? I, I believe he won rookie, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Wow. And he contended in a couple majors too. Yeah, <laughs> Brendan, what are you thinking? Um, what's the status of Live for the Open? They have not identified it yet. Because I was going to go with another defending. I was, was going to go with Cam Smith personally if they if they go that way, but I'm not going. I'm changing my mind. Ogletree, where is he? <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> I'll lock in Cam Cam Smith. All right, Christian. Last year, um, last year, Christian, you said it was John Rom. Ooh, there's a good pick. I am gonna have a breakthrough winner at, at this one. Um, no, Tommy Fleetwood. Not oh, that chance. would be that'd be good. I like that. That would not happen. I like that pick. I like I like Tommy Fleetwood. It's not gonna happen. I think he's lost a little bit of his game, right? 
Yeah, just won, didn't he? Didn't he just win or no? Yes. It only takes one week on tour, Allen, to win a tournament. You know that. Takes I do. One I week. do because I I spent so much time out there. And there's <laughs> there's not one person, arguably on tour, that loves playing Lynx golf more than Tommy Fleetwood. That's that's true. Other than maybe Rory. Other than Rory. Bobby, so, who you, Bobby, who you got? I'm going back to Rory. Ooh, it's a good call. Big year. It's a solid. It's a solid call. And I am going with the aforementioned Mr. John Rahm. I like that pick as well. One, because he will definitely be in the field. We don't know about the live players. And two, I think you can get it done. So we have to pin these these picks on our uh, social. Absolutely. Yes. I didn't write them down, but I'll re-listen to the uh, tape and we'll I'll, I'll make yep. sure to put it out there. And what, so, do we uh, get? what do we get? Is there prizes here? We need to have a prize. Should make a friendly wager on the side. The cumulative highest ranking of our team. There we go. Yeah, I like it. What's the What's the win? What's for the win? Would it be this Christmas stocking Reese's Pieces the box that I got? Ooh, the loser has to buy a plane ticket to come down and see us for a live show. <laughs> well, okay. well, we're we're in five different places. All right. Well, so so. <laughs> A, so where does the plane ticket go? Hey, I'm like John Madden with the bus, so I don't like birds. <laughs> so I will. I, guess we're, I going, will, guess we're going to Philly. <laughs> I guess we're going to Philly, boys. <laughs> How about a perfect practice putting mat for the winner? I love it. Every, yeah. every the other four pitch in. I don't. I don't have any extras. When they were our sponsor, I don't have any extras laying around. I'll see what I can come up with. We'll, we'll we'll come up with something. All right. So here we go. This is actually the segment I love. I already know what Andy's going to say. Top story. This is a recap. By the way, happy holidays and Merry Christmas, guys. Um, yeah. yes. We didn't. We skipped all over that. But this has been a time of reflection. Obviously, you're sitting in front of the, the twinkling trees. You got the fireplace going. Um, doing a little thoughts about 2022. What to you, Mr. Hydorn, was the top story of 2022? Ooh. Duh. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's funny. The Golf Channel is playing all of these final rounds for all the tournaments throughout the year. And, and you know, you see some of these tournaments played from, from the early part of the year. And you forget just how quickly Liv came on the scene and changed everything it changed everything people were talking about everything people were doing it just it just changed everything so i I think it's a little unfair that you asked me first but but the emergence of live golf is well it's unfair only because you're taking the topic that every one of us could have used but that's 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 what i'm saying so but yeah that's that's far and away the story of the year anybody want to add to that because obviously it was but uh I think Liv was obviously the biggest, um, but I don't know. It's tough. I mean, obviously, like everybody's gonna if you if you ask that, right? I think um, I think everybody's gonna say that, right? Because it all started with Phil, right? And now look where we are now, right? It's kind of like every single topic and golf topic. Whenever somebody hears golf now, moving forward, it's like, oh yeah, live golf. Right. So I think that's going to be a big thing um, moving forward. I mean, honestly, the people that have left the PGA to go there and, and, and so forth. So, yeah, just just look at the picks that you two made for your majors last year. You know, Alan, you picked Brooks to win a couple majors. And it's like I had I had Brooksy for one. I had Brooksy for one. Christian had Brooksy for one. We each had a, we each had a guy that ended up, ended up going to live for for one of our picks. I mean uh, that just shows you how much things have changed. You want to know what's remarkable? As I was listening to the show, just to pull those those again, and and we even talked about it. We last year didn't even mention DJ. We didn't even mention DeChambeau. We didn't even mention John Rom last year until the very last Christian's very last pick. And my my question is is this is, and Andy you've made this point numerous times and it kind of ties into your live is the depth of the tour so insane that it, next man up 
hundred percent. Bobby. Yeah. You forget how close, I mean, it's razor sharp between winning top 10 and you forget about who's out there. Like it's such a competitive, that guy, Mito Pierre, how do you say Perry? Pereira. Pereira. Um, you know, he, by all accounts, maybe could have, should have won that PJ championship, makes yeah. one mistake. You know, JT gets it. Now we're talking about JT repeating. Um, it just, you know, like Andy said, when you, when you, Golf Channel uh, plays those replays and you just go, wow, hey, that guy, wow, he could have, should have won. That um, LPGA player could have, should have won. Like it's such a fine line out there. Uh, but I remember back to when that first Kevin uh, tweets about Liv and, you're right. It just comes like an avalanche so quick. Brandon or Christian, anything to add on that? I, I would, I, go, go ahead. ahead. I was I just going to say real quick that um, the the idea that it's so deep, and we're talking about how deep the tour is. But if you think about the picks we all just made, I mean, they're the ones up at the top. So I don't huh. know if it's because we didn't dig in and think about this before we get in there, but. Um, it's true. It's probably the deepest the PGA Tour's ever been at any point in the history of the tour. Right, and we'll all be miserable failures with our picks because of that. No, Max right. Home, Max Home is going to get it done. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, Christian. Uh, two points, really quick. Another Lean top in. story that you could always like talk about too in twenty twenty two. Besides live, obviously, talk about Tiger. Look what look what Tiger's been through this year. Right? Okay, that's your is that your top story? That's I'm gonna say that's my top story for the sole okay. reason that I think we might have seen the end of Tiger personally after everything that he's been through. Um, we all have talked about it, we've all been open about it, about him not winning, you know, another major. We all tell you've we been all vo you've been vocal about, about it. it. You've been saying he's done. When you look at the caliber, and this is where I'm gonna enter um mingle the the two points here, is that when you look at the tour and how deep it is, right? The Hideki Matsuyamas, Jordan Spieth, Tony Finau, Shane Lowry's of the world. Like the the these guys, even like the Taylor Gooches of the world. I know he's on live, but like the guys that can really move the ball, there he 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 can't compete with these kids anymore, right? He can't compete with the Rory's or the Cam Smiths anymore. So, do I think Tiger will win another tournament? Yes. Do I think he'll win a major? No. Andy is semi leaned in, but go ahead, finish your but point. That's my biggest point of 2022 is that everything that Tiger has unfortunately been through this season and this year, um, it's definitely, um, it, it's definitely mind blowing to think that like, you know what, this really could be the end of like the greatest of all time. Um, so it's, it's, it's tough to read that obviously. And it's tough to, you know, comprehend that. You're talking about um, JJ Watts announcing that, right? Yeah. Um, but, but also at the end of the day too, again, like you, you have so many young guys on tour that can move the ball that can, that can out drive them. I understand Tiger can still move it and stuff like that, but you're talking four days of walking. He's been very ah, about not being able to walk. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like he, he's, he's flat out told media that I can't walk. I can still swing a golf club and I can still move it whatever way you want me to, whatever way you tell me, draw a fade, high fade, low fade, whatever it might be. He can't walk. I mean, there, you even saw it in the PNC when he was limping half the time. You know what I mean? It's just like, and it's terrible to see that because you you don't want that to happen, obviously, to anybody. But, you know, it's just unfortunate that that's, that's what, uh, you know, it's come to this year. So. All right, Andy. No, I'm glad he said that at the end because I think during the PNC, he was moving his driver out there 180 miles an hour. Um, and his wedge play, for, his wedge play from sixty yards in was spectacular for the most part. Of, and look at the guy; he's, he's jacked. He's more that's, jacked now than he was last season. That's more ball speed than anyone else, or or than anyone really thought he still had because he was in the mid one sixties. Yeah, earlier this year. So, um, but my only point to that is, you know, Tiger's a sandbagger when it comes to being hurt. I'm sorry to say that. But he's a sandbagger. And uh, so he loves to tell people he can't walk. And maybe he can't, right? Maybe he can't. But there's there's a little bit in, in me that says that when he talks a lot about how much he can't walk, 
in his mind, he's setting himself up just to be the hero. Take take Augusta for example, right? There is no way Augusta is going to be brutal on him. In my it's going to be terrible for him, and yep. with that leg, and I don't care how much rehab. I know BE, you're looking at me right now, like <laughs> you disagree. But he just did four rounds this year, and he was in worse shape than he's going to be going into next year. Yeah, but look where he finished. Boy, he finished. He made the cut. He finished. You're right, but Tiger's always been about I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. He's a sandbagger. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, <laughs> on his leg, he's not going to be able to be. I'm title in this show. Any of those guys. 2022 memories and Tiger's a sandbagger. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, look at, you know, again, he's not going to be. Even O'Kill. Take O'Kill, for example. Just O'Kill, O'Kill, O'Kill's got some, O'Kill obviously yeah. has some some elevation. Just take a walk up to the, from the 18th fairway to the 18th green. That little hill right there in front of the right. green. He probably got, and I hate to say it, but he probably cannot walk up that hill. He may crawl. Honestly. Yeah. And I hate to say that, right? Until until the PGA comes out with a with a rule that says that you can allow golf carts, I think that's when Tiger Woods, if he ever does. I don't think he will, though. Happens. I don't think he I, will. I, I, Bobby, historian. He'd be dumb not to. We'll put it that way. I hear that Tiger Candy is really a plus four. He's not a plus nine. <laughs> He's a sandbag. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> yep, you are right. Uh, I don't know if I – yeah, I, we talked about this once before about the Tiger and the golf cart thing, and I just didn't think he would do it uh, in a tournament that meant something uh, of any stature. I mean, PNC is awesome. It's fun. Uh, but I don't – I just don't see him doing the golf cart thing just because yeah, everything. I think it's, I think his best chance to win, again, everybody always talks about Augusta, but I think physically Augusta is, is – or difficult for him i think his best chance is actually liverpool if the yeah. weather is halfway decent yeah. if the weather is is inclement <laughs> and he he tightens up done i'll even yeah, go just... on and say that he misses two cuts this year in majors i guarantee you he misses at oak hill and i guarantee you he'll miss either the augusta or he'll miss the u.s open christian does he tee it up in all four I think they're the only four. I, I think that's the only four he's going to play in. Maybe the maybe the players, but the players is a, is a stretch. Nope. He's he's been he's he's come out publicly and said that I, I'm only going to play in the majors now moving forward. Maybe maybe one or two more events, right? Depending on obviously the schedule and how good his leg is. But I mean, look at Augusta in April. Then you have to flip right around a few more weeks later. Now you're at Oak Hill in Rochester. I mean, that's you're talking. You're talking a month. Yeah. He's he's not going to play. He's not going to play the Palmer. He's not going to play Jack's place. Both of those high roughs. He's not. Why would he? He's not going to put himself through that. Right. But the point is, though, is that if he okay, great. If he makes the cut at Augusta and he and he says shoots even par for four days, right? Congratulations. But now now you got to turn right around thirty more thirty days later, right? Actually, less than that because these guys go up there a couple of weeks prior to prep. If if his golf game is good like he felt like it was at the PNC. I promise you his leg will be good enough. I promise you. Those things are connected like this. Good enough for what, though? To make the cut? Good enough to play. Making the cut at a major is really good playing. I don't care if you finish dead last. Making the cut and making the weekend is a big deal. I'm just... This whole thing bugs me because I sat right behind him at Augusta on the range on Wednesday. And yeah, you looked, were you you were you were texting and sharing the picks and everything else. He looks so good, and that wasn't even like the best he was swinging all year. And it's just so heartbreaking that that right now the only thing that's really getting him is this inflammation, this plantar fasciitis in the foot, because otherwise he looks so much stronger than he did at Augusta yeah. now. And but but you look at what happened at the PGA, like he was just miserable. Yep, he was miserable. Not at, not at first, but as soon as no, it, no. one one bad swing on an even lie, and he was and then he he was done. He didn't want to, he didn't want to be out there anymore. Well, I, that's my point is that when he starts playing poorly, his leg hurts. Well, right, that's right. the same for all of us. And and look, I'm a Tiger fan. I in a perfect world, I wish he would win. 
one major this year, two majors this year, whatever. I'd like whatever. to see. Him, I'd like. I'd love to see him win one major, right. and and he calls it a career on the spot. Done. Number but eighty. I, uh, number eighty three, and one more major, and out. Yeah, it, it's just it. It sucks to see somebody like Tiger, greatest of all time, go through what he's going through. So when I, when I, I, I don't play, disagree, Christian. I don't yeah. disagree with you at all. I don't want that to be. I I just am so hopeful <laughs> that that's not the case. But what you're saying is probably more probable than than what we're all hoping for. Yeah, obviously, like I, I, you can never bet against Tiger, right? I've done that. Alan knows it before before we oh, uh, yeah. met each other. I bet against Tiger. I said that he was going to miss the cut last year at the Masters, and it made me look like a fool, right? I just obviously, I, it's just every time he tees it up now, and he, and you see him, if, even if in like in the Bahamas, right, for his own tournament, and now looking at him at the PNC. He can't walk without a limp, and it's it, it it's terrible to see that. His club speeds up, ball speeds up, looks fantastic, obviously. And trust me, if he could if he could swap legs with somebody else and put a, like he would do it tomorrow, just so he can compete. Um, but I I I hope that he uh, I hope that he plays well first off. But I I just don't see it happening. So. All right, we got we got we got bounce bounce let's bounce to another. I'm gonna jump in real quick and give you you PGA guys up. Mine is I'm going to tap into the business of golf. The post-COVID boom continues. Golf participation is at 37 million. There's as many people playing off course as there is on course, and and there's a hybrid in between. To me, that is the 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 health of the golf industry at the Greengrass properties is to me the big storyline of the year. Let's say you stole you. my you stole my thunder. You damn I right. That's that why I did it. <laughs> I was gonna say something similar too, but not quite that. Here's an interesting uh, anecdotal kind of comment. I was on a Zoom call with maybe 20 PGA general managers around the country uh, last week, and everybody but one said um, the rounds were flatter down. So that struck me as like, wow, really? Um, Yeah, but but, but the inevitable inevitable question is, what's the rate? Because, yeah. If they raised, if if for example, you know, a property that I know, <laughs> its average per round has gone up thirty dollars in that same three year period. So if your rounds are down and you're, but you're you're making more right. money, I mean, but if you're also flatter down compared to twenty twenty one, which was a massive boom, massive, crazy, and you, and you held your your kind of space there, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the actually the people that I talk to, the big the big uh, challenge has been everything else is relatively flat or you know, maybe up a point, down a point, whatever the case may be. But it's the expense side that everybody's getting crushed on. You know, yep. thank you, thank you, inflation. Yep. So, but, and Tony, right, Brandon, what's yeah, your well, the big... story for the year? Um, I got, I got, I wouldn't say top stories, but two memorable things uh, that just came to mind was one of Christian's favorite, favorite guys. Uh, what Bryson is able to do, and this is pre-live, but to compete in long drive and almost win that and also be playing professionally, that that those two don't even go together. Like they're not supposed to go together. So I found that fascinating that he's able to do that. And you can um, add to it what he's done with his body. I was going to say that too. Like he had this game plan to create all the speed and be able to hit the ball far. Um, and we saw what he did at the Ryder cup, just fascinating stuff. But now he's kind of changing his tune a little bit. Um, and it, it's just, it's, it's the prototype for where the game's going as far as athletes being golfers or golfers being athletes, however you want to look at it. So that was my my one thing. Andy's going to lean in. Yeah, I just want I just want to say that that while I agree with a lot of what you're saying there, it's hard to argue that this whole focus hasn't hurt his golf game. Well, it has, of course, but yeah. and I think that's why he's reevaluated things over the last couple months. The injury that he had two injuries, correct? The wrist, and there was. Uh, I can't remember what the other injury was, but that's probably directly related to how hard he was going at it 
I was going to say, didn't he get like sucked into a vortex on his backswing or something? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) and my other thought was when we turned to the women's game, other than purses being up, which is fantastic. Huge. Lydia being able to do what she was able to do this year and come back from like the roller coaster that she's been on. Um, and, and she's one of those, if you think back into her history, um, how brief it's been, but how remarkable it's been. She came into the game as a, a little kid, a teenager. Um, and you could have seen that going a different way because we've seen that go a different way for other women that have come into the game, like Michelle, Michelle Wee and others. We've seen it for the men's side too, but for her to come back and, and have the year that she's had, that was pretty remarkable. I, I I completely agree. And yes, purses at now at one point one is that's that's tremendous for the uh at, but anyway, Bobby, bring us some history, buddy. No, I well oh, I'm, God. I'm, <laughs> bandwagon. Um I mean you can't I mean it was just all encompassing with live, but um I was gonna mention the LPGA tour, the purses, that's a big thing. Um that as far as an economic standpoint for women golfers and attracting more women golfers and how that tour now could really jump ahead uh, more and more like Nelly. I mean, more and more unbelievable athletes. Um, there was a small article that I think probably only potentially me and you would notice, maybe Andy from Massachusetts. But uh, when I first read this early in the year, I thought this could open up a massive, massive thing for golf courses because it's so under the radar and nobody ever thinks about it. I mean, nobody except a golf course operator, but in Massachusetts on a private club, a couple sued the club uh, because they get, they're kept getting hit by golf balls. They initially get a $5 million settlement. Now recently the court overturned that. But when I saw that, I thought, Oh boy, talk about Pandora's box opening. You want to know what's funny about that, Bobby? Essex, right? Uh, I was down the Cape, Cape Cod. Yeah, you want to know what's funny about that? At at Eagle, it was only within about a month after that we started getting e- or uh, emails from the, one of the neighboring properties talking about the danger that the golf balls were coming over onto their property. Which, by the way, had to go through a strand of trees across the railroad number nineteen, Christian, that par five on the on the links nine. Had to go across through a strand of trees. Um across the railroad track through another strand of trees across the roadway before reaching their, their parking lot at a, probably a 45 degree angle out at 270 yards. Nothing but net. Nothing but net. It shows you how amazing some golfers are. It's right. talent. I mean, <laughs> only Christian Azamus could hit it that far. And honestly, he won't hit it that far offline. So we know it wasn't him. <laughs> but actually, you bring up an interesting point. None of us talked about that. We we talked about it. We dap danced around it. We all hate it. Let's talk about the money. Yeah, that was the biggest topic of the year. Oh yeah, I mean, and and live right from the start of Andy's point. I mean, live, live uh, brought the money issue to the forefront. I mean, if you're a PGA member now, you're making a half a million dollars if you have your card for the newbies. Well, it's game changing too, obviously for the mini tour. You know, um, I mean, I don't. They they weren't really making much money, and they you know were busting their ass week in and week out. And at least now, you know, you win a lot more money. I'm, I, th- that goes for all tours. That's that's not just the the PGA, LPGA, Corn Ferry, PGA Tour. Obviously, like it goes for every every tour. So, I yeah, I think that was one of the biggest uh, topics, for sure. Yeah, let me just add too, because live is live is a softball, right? It's all encompassing. It's live is the money thing. It's the, you know, all the things that come along with live. But to me, one of live the and things, let die. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Cart McCartney and the Wings. To me, one of one of the biggest stories, and again connected to live, is how far has Greg Norman fallen? Nope. Has he? Oh, I, 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 think I, I no, I mean those those of, us that are, those of us that are in the in the business around the business, we look at it and we go, dude, really? But those outside the business, do they even know? 
again, it goes back to who's their customer. Is their customer the shoot shoot me some golf? Yeah, certainly on on the the golf bro side, Greg Norman's a hero, bro. right? Yeah. But but inside the industry, his peers, he's fallen tremendously this year. Agreed. Yep. All right. All right. 18th green. We've got to make quick final thoughts. Uh, Nazamus, what you got? Yeah. Final thought. First off, hope everybody has a safe and happy new year. Um, you know, and secondly to that, um, you know, it was a, it was a great year. I'm, I'm very fortunate to meet the three of you, um, hopefully one day in person sooner than later. And, um, you know, 2023 is going to be a big year for us. We have a lot of great stuff coming your way. Um, so please continue to follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the above. And, um, you know, we do this for you guys. Any way we can interact, make you guys laugh on your way to work, after work, having your morning cup of coffee, whenever you guys, you know, tune in to listen to us. Um, but specifically, whenever you go do, it's greatly appreciated. Um, so, yeah, a lot of great things planned here in, in the uh, new year. So. Yeah. And I'm going to go next because I want to steal Brendan's thunder. January, Little Linkster's golf outing. Please, please, if you can be there in the Orlando area, if, if you're either in the PJ or in the golf business and want to come out and support a great cause, if you just happen to live in the Orlando area and want to support a great cause, if you're elsewhere and want to support monetarily, Little Linksters, please go on, hop on the website. And support us because uh, Mr. Elliot and everybody involved with that is doing a great job. Mr. Baldessari. Best wishes for many, many birdies this year, gents, and everybody listening. And, you know, I uh, just looking out ahead, I, I do hope the golf business stays healthy, that uh, people stay in game, stay in the game, uh, that people stay retained in the game. There's good engagement with people at the facility level. I'm always worried about that. Uh, the TV is always going to be there. You know, players are going to make some money, uh, but it's the grassroots that, um, you know, I'm, that's where we live and breathe every day. And, uh, so that's why I'm concerned about that. I just think too many facilities have not paid attention to things with this pandemic. And I don't think 2023 is going to work out as good for many facilities, not to be a doomsday. Uh, but um, my other really quick comment, I texted you guys this. Um, I'll just tee it up for another show. But I think one of the things hurting this industry is that nobody at the higher levels, and I've lived it, has ever worked at around a facility. I think you look at the game and the business differently at those higher levels. If you have some sense of experience at a facility, a facility level, there were some people that are at uh, certain positions in the game of golf and they think the PGA Nationals are your typical muni public, um, that's their context. So they can have no freaking clue what is happening at thousands and thousands of clubs around this country that are really, really suffering. Uh, so I get really, really ticked off and mad and sad and frustrated um, about the state of the game and um, how people talk one thing and, and they don't know what they're talking about because uh, they've never experienced anything at the grassroots level. I will now step down off my soapbox. I was going to say, holy hell, that was a tee up. <laughs> that was like <laughs> that was like a bottle tee from Greenskeeper right there. Yeah, Brendan Elliott. Yeah, I'm just going to echo what Christian said. This is this has been a lot of fun since we guys oh, we all got together in February. Um, how this all came together and and how we don't even really have to do show prep we just kind of get on here and and talk golf and uh and talking about? Been, we i'm doing research yes um <laughs> and bobby kind of stole my thunder a little bit but the good that i've seen not the the club that we have our is our home base for little linksters isn't the greatest condition golf course in the world it's joe public um but it's always busy and people are coming out and playing and there's a lot of problems at the golf course and condition wise and spending wise and everything that Bobby said, I echo that. But we also had a mini tour event out there a couple, uh, two weeks ago and two day event guys shooting 15 under the game's healthy from that side of it, from the professional side. 
um, all the way down to mini tour level and all the way back up through live and PGA tour. Um, and it's also healthy that people are still playing the game. I do have the same concerns Bobby has for 2023, but let's just be hopeful that um, the game itself will keep everything going. And in the words of my good friend and, and show on the show, occasionally Mike Armel, there's horses for courses and courses for horses. Uh, Mr. Hydorn, I need you to throw in a don't be that guy and your final thought all in one. And you got about a minute to do it. Goodness. Um, so I have a couple points here um, and maybe it might be a don't be that guy. I don't know. Um, but, you know, talking about the health of the game, I think one of the things that we tend to not realize is how much technology has helped the health of the game. Um, in the country of South Korea, there are 15,000 indoor golf facilities. There are more people with launch monitors and, and uh, simulators now at home. It's It's been an unbelievable injection of um, technology that's allowed people to continue to be part of this great game aside from just being at the golf course. Um, and then, you know, one of the other things that that kind of hits me this time of year, I remember always looking forward to New Year's Eve because the the Tournament of Champions was was coming on. And back when the golf calendar year was was really matching up with with our calendar year, it was great to to anticipate that beginning uh of the year again and and uh you know i hope that that there's a little bit more of that that comes down the road um so it it has been an awesome year for me doing this show with you guys it's been great and uh i'm i'm gonna keep it on a positive note and and not add a don't be that guy for this week ah <laughs> uh, nice hashtag don't be the guy that brings down the, the mojo <laughs> all right boys Happy New Year to everyone listening. Happy New Year to all my friends here on, on Golf Talk Live. And we'll see you next year. You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30-plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan Depew today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.